When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bill O'Reilly on stage. He invited me to. It's O'Reilly and Rosenberg, and it's called the New York State of Mind. Now, Bill is on 840 every Thursday, and he'll be back tomorrow. But uh, I decided this week to bring him on twice because he is the best ever. And his Killing series, which continues to kill it, has a new one, Killing the Witches, which came out yesterday, but here on Danielle's birthday, it's a perfect time. Plus, CNN did him dirty. I want to get to all of that. But I did see a picture on my phone this weekend, uh, believe it or not, Bill O'Reilly and the man just singing that song, Bill O'Reilly and Billy Joel. I don't know where that picture was taken, Bill, but it was that was this weekend, right? Yeah, Saturday night, uh, Foxborough up in uh, New England, and uh, Billy did not sing New York State of Mind. I figured not. <laughs> not in New England. Um, yeah, but guess but what? The, the, but, since... but the Patriots sang it the next day when they came to New York and beat the Jets. <laughs> Something like they were humming anyway. Um, but I've known him since uh, I'm 14. Uh, we're the same age. He was uh, raised in Hicksville, uh, part of Levittown. I was raised in Westbury, part of Levittown, and we used to – uh, see each other from time to time, so he's a good guy, and uh, we're backstage and uh, having a few laughs before his show, which is magnificent. I was going to ask you, I just heard uh, uh, Sliwa um, say, and I and it jogged my memory, that he got his jaw broken um, in a you know controversy at BLM and all that. Can you get the name of his surgeon? Because <laughs> I think that jaw has kind of really come back very, very well. <laughs> So if I ever need, you know, oral surgery, yeah. I'm going to sleep with uh, He's the guy. I mean, yeah, you're right. You can't get uh, Curtis Talks all day, all day, every day. And <laughs> congratulations to him and that attorney, Lou, and his partner, Mark, on Staten Island on uh, on actually explaining the law, which for some reason the mayor and these folks here can't figure out. They, they thought right to shelter was one thing, and it turns out it's not in the Constitution. It's not a law. Right. And right. they can't house these migrants here. But, but I do want to get to something uh, that you uh, told me on Friday, and I'm sure you covered it on your show earlier in the week. I missed it because I was uh, celebrating, celebrating. I was uh, actually uh, observing Yom Kippur. But uh, CNN did you dirty last week. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time, Bill, when you become as big as you are, and I say it all the time and I mean it the best in the business, they're going to come for you every day. And uh, CNN did something last week, which is not uh, totally surprising for them, but still despicable. You want to talk about that? or you Yeah, might... sure. I mean, uh, it was shocking. Um, Rupert Murdoch resigned as chairman of Fox News. About a few hours later, CNN runs a montage in prime time of a bunch of people um, on Fox News saying stuff. Um, and the montage was to indicate to CNN viewers that Fox News is a racist outlet. So they used eight-second clip of me saying slaves were well-fed and housed. Eight seconds. And then they had other people saying other things. And uh, I'm sitting there when somebody called me and, and we reviewed the tape. I go, I can't believe this. 
They took it from a 2016 discussion on the O'Reilly factor about Michelle Obama's contention that slaves built the White House, and there was some controversy about that. Well, the controversy and, was she didn't want to stay there. She said, I, the beautiful White House, she goes, I don't want to live here because slaves built it. Right. And that was obviously controversial. So I did the history of it and said, she's right. Slaves did build the White House, but this is how the government treated them because they needed this labor they were housed and fed well. So instead of putting anything in the context, and I'm actually sticking up for Michelle Obama's history there, they take the eight-second clip. So I call my attorneys because they're obviously using that to try to make me look like a racist and a slave booster person. And, you know, we're now talking to those people at CNN because this has got to stop. And this ties into killing the witches. See, I've been on this promotional uh, thing yesterday, and and it'll be another week and a half on killing the witches. It's really three books in one. When I take you back to Salem and the Mayflower and all that chaos in the first years of America, and then we get into how the witches thing influenced Benjamin Franklin, who was a teenager in Boston, and what he did with it is really fascinating. And then we get into modern-day witch hunts. And that's where this CNN stuff lands, because this thing that happened in Salem, accusations that were totally false, made by young girls, 12, 13-year-old girls, led to people being hanged, 20 individuals killed, and hundreds imprisoned, all right, because of these false accusations. Well, the media and, and other people are doing that right now. The witch hunt's unbelievable. We have, and you'll uh, identify with this, there uh, was a commentator on ESPN, and Phil Mushnick of the uh, New York Post has done some excellent reporting on this. It's funny you mentioned Phil. I just I have a friend named Keith Kantrowitz. And uh, we have we, we have these dinners every couple of weeks, him and Anthony Corona, a guy you know very well, Paul Carlucci. We have dinner together every couple of weeks, and he just asked me two days ago, how do you feel about Phil Mushnick? And I've known Phil for a long time, and he clobbered me, Bill. I mean, for years. Uh, he called me, I'm Mrs. Nazi, I'm Mrs. Sleazebag. We have since made up over the years because of a mutual friend named Arnie Wexler, who has become the face of Gamblers Anonymous. But long story short, I'm, I'm good with Phil these days, and he's going to join us for dinner. But he literally came up in conversation two days ago, so it's ironic you mentioned his name now. But I know where you're going with this. He has done a very good job on what you're about to talk about. Yes, Doug Adler, ESPN tennis analyst, um, analyzing the uh, match with Serena Williams. He says, Adler on the air, uh, Serena's using guerrilla tactics, like in a guerrilla war, hit and run. Well, he gets fired because a stringer from the New York Times says, oh, he's calling Serena Williams a guerrilla. Right, he meant guerrilla, G-U-E, right. not G-O-R. And by the way, getting fired is not even the worst part of the story. No, he gets a heart attack. He has a heart attack. Right. And, After. and never gets rehired and never an apology, ever. I know. And this is the witch hunt. And, they, you know, and there are, there are 10,000 stories like this. 
and, and people are defenseless. In Salem, when you read Killing the Witches, there were people who objected to 12-year-old girls signing a death warrant to people who have no idea what they're talking about. But if you objected, then you were accused of being a witch. Wow. So if I and I do, and you do too, we call these people out at CNN or wherever they may be, then they come after us harder. So now I'm going to segue into another thing. Tonight at 9 o'clock p.m., up against the Republican debate, Tucker Carlson will drop a one-hour interview with me on X Twitter, whatever that is. Can you take a guess which one I'll be watching? (laughs) So part of the conversation is about this witch hunt because both Carlson and O'Reilly had to deal with it almost every day while we were on the air taking things out of context, trying to demonize person as a racist or a homophobe or, or a Nazi, whatever they're doing. There's no resistance to it. There's no pushback to it. And the corporations are petrified, frightened, because if they stick up for the accused, then they come after them. You see this witch hunt stuff? Of course. So it all started in Salem. Interesting. Most Americans have no idea how horrendous that was. You go to Salem, Massachusetts now, 25 miles north of Boston. It's a big sign. It says, welcome to Salem, which city? It says, which city? Yeah. They're wow. making millions of dollars off the corpses of these people. But do they still have the gallows there and stuff like that? I don't you know. You can go see where the executions took place. Wow. But what they have are pedestrian malls lined with witch shops and witches and warlocks. I mean, it's all in good fun. How many people, I'm curious, uh, and people need to read this book, Killing the Witches. It it is in good fun, but it's it's relatively tasteless. 